man in today's story has no identity, apart from his affliction. He is simply a certain man, a man from the city, a man possessed by demons. We do not know his name. For a long time, this man has lived among the tombs, naked and homeless. He is defined by all that he is not. He is defined by his difference, and he is punished because he is broken. Well, thanks be to God, we no longer treat folks who are mentally or emotionally unwell like that anymore, naked in a graveyard, hiding in the tombs, for goodness sake. And news just in. An Indigenous boy with an intellectual impairment was kept completely naked for days inside Brisbane's adult maximum security police watch house after being deemed a suicide risk. Documents obtained by the ABC under the right for information reveal that three or four watch house officers pinned the boy down to undress him so that they could place him in a suicide smock, a garment difficult to tear. But the boy resisted after complaining about being put in a dress. After being stripped, he was left naked in a cell with only a blanket to cover himself with. The boy has both a neurodevelopmental disability and fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. He did not want to wear an anti-suicide smock, which looks like a dress, due to feelings of shame. Who told you you were naked? Last month, Four Corners revealed that children were being held in adult watch houses, with one being placed in isolation for over 23 days. So, how do we care for those amongst us who are experiencing or living with impairment or mental breakdown and illness? And how do we care for those whom, through colonisation and historical and current day racist policies, we have broken to the point of disintegration? At present, Aboriginal young people make up almost 96% of the juvenile detention population in the Northern Territory, despite only comprising 44% of the population aged between 10 and 17. We are legion. We know that more and more of our prisoners are becoming We know that more and more our prisons are becoming de facto mental health facilities. We know that the majority of prisoners have substance abuse issues or are mentally unwell. The Uniting Church our church, supports a restorative and rehabilitative justice system with imprisonment as the last resort. We know that there are many inspiring examples of how restorative justice processes can turn lives around, can clothe the naked and set free those bound in darkness. But we also know that we, as a culture, shy away from such processes because we're frightened and we're angry. And so we choose instead to lock the pain away. Never really works, though, does it? Locking people, locking pain, locking it all away. It always seems to find a way out to get itself out. Should we get personal? How many of us define ourselves by what we are not? 
by where we have stuffed up and what we've done wrong and how we've failed and how we've let ourselves and each other down. How many of us feel that there is a legion inside us? A legion, an occupying force, about 6,000 soldiers. Each soldier a different name. Perhaps anxiety. I, I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to be late. I'm, have I paid that bill? Did, did he misunderstand? Do you think he understood me? I don't... I don't oh, did I pay? I can't... Oh. Or addiction? Just one more, one, one more time. It's just one more drink. <laughs> just come on, mate. One, one more. Come on. I'm just going to... One more thought to think over and over and over again. I'll just keep thinking that thought. I'll just come back to it. One more. One more. Or apathy. How's about a soldier called apathy? What's the point? Hmm? I mean, it's all, it's all completely screwed. It's never going to be okay again. So what's the, what's the point? And of course, there's always repression. Oh, no. No, I'm not angry. No, everything's fine. Really, really, it's all good. It's all good, you know? You just have to get on with things, don't you? <laughs> really, it's fine. So many soldiers sharpening their knives and that's just the everyday stuff isn't it the slightly awkward fumbling humiliations of not being perfect and of just wishing those shameful feelings would just go away but for the bigger stuff we know ignoring it means we risk it running rampant through us because what we are unconscious of can control us and we know too that there is a power to naming, to naming and to calling out the legion of darkness. The legion of darkness inside the naked man cries out the name of Jesus. Perhaps to control him, perhaps to be set free. The ABC has named the abomination that is child abuse in jail and in doing so brings the spotlight of justice to bear on a crime. What are the parts of us that need to be named? What are the parts of you? Not in a judgmental, damning you to hell and back kind of way, but in a truth-telling, light, shining way. And what would it be like to name out loud the anxious or addicted or oppressed parts of ourselves for what they are? And to look at them, flung up into the light, lying on the grass besides the tombs of the dead in the shining day. And what would it be like to do this work, not necessarily on our own? Because it can be hard and frightening, but with a companion, a Jesus who can come to us as counsellor or friend or psychologist or family to begin the journey of where to from here with these occupying companions. Now, for most of us, this is not very appealing work. It doesn't come easy, because as we know, humankind cannot bear very much reality. And of course, there is always that extra soldier in the Legion, the one called shame. Shh, 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 don't, don't, no, no, don't, don't tell anyone. Don't, don't, don't admit it. Don't, don't let anyone know. Keep it hidden, keep it safe. Hide, hide it, hide it away. Hide it away from yourself, hide it away from them in the graveyards and the jails. Hide it all away. 
The former Anglican Bishop of Edinburgh, Richard Holloway, recognises this very human desire to keep our brokenness hidden. It has been part of our lived truth and our mythology from the beginning. Genesis 3.10, and God said, why, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And God said, who told you? You were naked. Holloway says that we should not feel too ashamed of our mistakes and faults. After all, as John Updike, the writer, says, we get to play the hand, but we didn't deal the cards. So, recognising this, can we not, asks Holloway, can we not have pity for ourselves? For we recognise that what we hate in others is so often what we refuse to pity in ourselves. And that, because we so often refuse to recognise and to name and to deal with our brokenness, we just keep sending it out, don't we? (laughs) Out onto others, the other, and demonising them and locking them up naked. What would it be like to do as the naked man in the tombstones did to Jesus? and to call out for help and to call God by God's name and to ask to be set free.